Hey friends, and welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 251. Now, before we get started, I want you to just notice something. Do you even recognize your breath? Are you even aware of how deep you're inhaling, how forcefully you're exhaling? I don't know about you, but there are many times, especially over the past few years, where I've realized I've just been holding my breath or I've noticed when running, my breathing changes and I think it's fascinating. So today, I'm super excited to bring you today's expert. Her name is Davy Brown. Now, Davy is the head of content at Breathwork. Breathwork is an app that helps you to breathe. It helps with anxiety, all sorts of mental benefits, mental and physical benefits. And we're going to talk a lot about those today. And Davy's going to explain about the app as well. But she's a super cool human. She's actually a certified breathwork instructor. And she's going to share the story about breathwork, how the app was developed. But she's studied under some really interesting people. She studied through the, I'm going to say this wrong, but the Kundalini Research Institute, another breathing method, all sorts of, basically, there's a lot more to breathing than you and I probably know. So I'm so excited. I know you're going to learn something new today. I know I learned a lot of new things, a lot of techniques that have allowed me to improve my breathing while running, improve other areas where I can use breath work just in my day to day. So I hope you take notes. Like I said, she's a super cool human. We just had a really great conversation and you can tell just the passion behind what she's doing. It's, it's pretty awesome. So onto the show. Hey, and P.S., if you want to connect, maybe you want to share more about your experience with breathwork, maybe you want to commit, maybe you want some accountability when it comes to practicing this, improving your breathwork, check out our free private community. We'll put the link to that in the show notes. And maybe you're listening to this episode and you recognize that, wow, breathing, body awareness, that attunement in your body is something that you're challenged with, check out our free masterclass, katiehake.com forward slash masterclass. We talk all about your non-diet journey and how to get started with that. If you notice that there's situations, especially around food, body image, fitness, where you're holding onto your breath and it's hard to recognize those physical cues. So check that out. Back to the show. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. Davey, happy Friday. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Excited to be here. Happy Friday. I have 
so many questions and I am so excited to talk about this topic in particular because it's something I personally feel like, wow, so basic or so or mm. I take this back. I should say so simple, but simple doesn't mean easy. Right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, how you became a breathwork instructor. You know, what is your story with food, with movement, with your body? Great question. I started getting into yoga, meditation, breathing exercises when I was like coming out of high school. And the first thing I recognized when I did start doing like yoga was the emphasis on the breath as you move. I had been like an athlete in high school and didn't stretch, didn't really do anything restorative, did not focus on my breathing very much. And so coordinating breath with movement was kind of an eye-opening experience because it just had so many effects on my body. And then I studied those things and I studied yoga for a while. And then in 2015, I decided to just solely focus on breathing exercises because I had met, I had gone to a conference at Kripalu actually, and there were a lot of different researchers there. And like Stan Groff was there from holotropic breathwork and a lot of like classic teachers. And there was this emphasis on the research that was happening. Um, Actually, Dan Siegel was there too, who's like a neurosurgeon at um, UCLA and he's a psychiatrist. So yeah, it was a great group. And that's when I realized breathing exercises are key because they lack any sort of like dogma and everyone's already breathing. So it's Mm -hmm. a very simple gateway to just like engage your body and mind together. Uh, And that's like when I really just like started zeroing in on that. And then in 2019 with like the burst of TikTok, I was like, oh my gosh, Gen Z's on here. They're so vulnerable. They need breathing exercises. So I just started posting them and they they were resonating. And that was around the same time the co-founders of the Breathwork app had kind of met and launched the app. And so over the course of that, like six months, we ended up connecting. They found me on TikTok and then I met the CEO and we like, I love that power of social media. (laughs) And then I came on and I started building more breaths and like really just, I transferred everything just into our TikTok. And so that's, that's like my background and how I got here. And TikTok was a huge growth engine for us, but now we're leaning into like B2B and it's, yeah, it's been a very exciting ride. And 2019, it was a long time ago, but not really. Right. So that's, that's so awesome to hear that just this new technology is coming about. We'll definitely talk about the app kind of later as we go. So I'm curious for you. I love that you pointed out how breath work really wasn't talked about, especially as an athlete. Cause I think many of our listeners did sports in high school or college or same thing. And then kind of re explored movement kind of as a, you know, young professional. So mm-hmm. what were some of the things that you were noticing when you started to implement breath work? Like what stuck out to you? What stuck out to me was kind of the way my mind was feeling because mm. when I first started to really coordinate breath and movement, it's um it's a very relaxing feeling. And I just remember it caught me off guard because I had never meditated. I'd never felt, I don't know how to describe it. I guess a little bit euphoric. Yeah. <laughs> and, Cause I, I think I'd held my breath a lot and I would brace myself 
and we just wasn't wasn't leaning into that opposite. I was more on the aggressive side of athletics instead of that restorative. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was that that euphoric experience of realizing what breath and motion can do together and how like pleasurable it feels. Yeah. That's, that's interesting to hear you say, and so powerful again, because just the simplicity, the simplicity of breath work. So tell us, you know, maybe specifically, like, okay, what is breath work? Is it just breathing? Why is it so important? Um, so when you think of breath work, there's a lot of content within that umbrella. All of it is really amazing. There's a lot of law, like a lot of people will see first these long form sessions where maybe you lay down and you breathe for an hour or more with like a group or like one-on-one with a trainer. And that can be a wonderful and amazing experience. It can also be a like um, intense experience for people and it's not the place you have to start. So with Breathwork, the app, we just try to be that like first gateway place that teaches you, hey, your breath is really powerful. You can shift habits in very simple ways just by breathing a little bit slower, breathing through your nose, extending your exhale slightly. It doesn't have to be this this big experience. It can be this very small experience that has very like large effects. And that's what we want to get with people is these long-term daily patterns that kind of help support everything else going on in the body in mind. If you like slow your breath down, breathe through your nose, stuff like that. So breath work is almost like a practice, just like similar to yoga or meditation. What do you feel like are some of, it's just from your experience, what are some of the stigmas or misconceptions or myths around meditation or this type of practice? Yeah. So we're definitely, we, we've been on this kind of like anti-meditators club. I, (laughs) but we're, we're not that it's like very playful, but we are kind of this practice for people who can't meditate. So people who like don't understand what even, you know, there's a lot of abstract like theory that surrounds meditation. And there's also some really amazing concrete science, but like what we try to do is like really lean into the science of the inhale and exhale ratios and they apply to very specific places in your life. You mentioned some of the science and the research behind breath work and breathing. What is is there newer science or what are some of the things that especially you and your team that you've discovered that has obviously motivated you to the point of recognizing like, this is important. This is powerful stuff, whether it's the men, you mentioned the mental benefits that you personally have experienced, but I imagine there's a physical benefit as well. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we focus in it on a lot of different places, but um, one prominent area is heart rate variability. I'll get back to that. But speaking of physical, we look at a lot of studies done on the movement of the diaphragm and diaphragmatic breathing. You might've heard of that. The diaphragm is this jellyfish looking muscle below, like at the base of the ribs. And it's meant to expand. That's where the engine of our breath moves the intercostal muscles between the ribs, gives the lungs that area to expand and retract. And so when we engage that that diaphragm rhythmically, um, there's a lot of different factors that are affected. One being the vagus nerve, 
we've heard of the vagus nerve. It's been like a lot of people yeah. are starting to address that more and tell, more. Tell our audience a little bit about that. Cause I don't think we've talked about th- that on the show in quite a while. So go for it. Yeah. So the vagus nerve is this like cranial nerve that starts at the brain and then winds down by the spine and it has its hands in every organ, every aspect of the body. And it goes all the way down to the hips and legs. So it's basically kind of, it's something that modulates a lot of our nervous system. And so it's sending messages to the entire body of like, where are we right now? What's the state of things? Am I safe? Am I in danger? And what's going on? So like, you know, the stomach knows what to do and what, where we're sending energy. So when we breathe slowly with that extended exhale and from our diaphragm and engaging that diaphragm, the motion of it, it starts to stimulate and signal to the vagus nerve that things are chill. We can relax. We're not in a, in a startled state and you can start getting into that more rest and digest mode, that parasympathetic mode coming down from any high activity, things like this. Since we, a lot of people will, they're kind of in sympathetic overdrive, which is the part of our nervous system that tells us, you know, we got to be alert. There could be danger around the corner. We're in that a lot. So it doesn't hurt anyone to do some breathing exercises to engage the diaphragm, elongate the exhale. There's plenty of exercises on the app too. Like our whole green section will help you, but it'll just help you consciously bring your body from that. Like something might go wrong state to, okay, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And that can be an emotional switch too. Like it's a discipline, quote unquote, or a practice to do it, but it's nice to know we can, because a lot of those processes were believed to be automatic, like autonomic, but we actually can, breathing is the only kind of autonomic function that we can actually kind of control. Mm. So that's what we want people to do is to start to align with their own breathing rhythms and realize if I do this, I can feel like this body and mind. Yeah. And I I've seen this so much, even working with clients, I've had people come to me who have experienced a lot of GI distress. And, and when we get down to it, a lot of times realizing, you know, and I am no expert in breath work, but simply, can you just pay attention? It sounds like for somebody listening, this could be a great practice to start to implement, to calm yourself. If you have a lot of anxiety or stress around food or mealtimes or whatever, any type of situation to really use it almost as a a coping mechanism to calm, to slow down, to then either make decisions around food or whatever, whatever it is. But I have a question for you because I personally, I often too find it difficult to control my breath, especially when I'm running or, you know, if I've been training mm-hmm. and this is something that I've been active, I shouldn't say actively when I remember because it's a discipline, but when I'm actually thinking about it, recognizing, oh my gosh, I'm like holding my breath when I'm running or I'm breathing really shallow. And why, why is this tips for this? Um, I don't know exactly why we hold our breath, but I think it's like a, I do think it's like a sympathetic, like we're nervous activation. Cause I used to hold my breath a lot, especially I thought you I mentioned had to hold that my breath. bracing that, yeah. that bracing, that feeling of like, huh. Right. So like, that's kind of, you're kind of concerned of like, what's going to happen next. What's going to drop next. 
And it's hard to let yourself relax with your exhale if you still think something's coming around the corner. So it can Mm. feel like kind of counterintuitive, but yeah, that extended exhale can help bring you down into a different state. Mm. So it's the extended exhale that specifically gives you a little bit extra. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how you describe it. Sometimes we'll say like gas pedals and brakes. So inhale is really that like gas pedal and like the exhale is the brakes. And so when you're trying to ramp up, like our awake breath is a six second inhale and then a very fast two second exhale. So when you shorten that exhale, you have a tendency to get more into that sympathetic activated state, which is appropriate at times, not necessarily in states of chronic anxiety, But if you're like, have a presentation or a podcast or whatever, you can press the gas a little bit, breathe maybe a little quicker intentionally and get yourself more in that active state. But the brakes, the exhale, once we start exhaling, our heart rate decreases, our blood pressure starts to drop too. I don't know if you've ever like in the grocery stores done one of those blood pressure oh, yeah. bands. And they, the- I used to do those when I was a kid <laughs> uh-huh. and I would try to get my heart rate down as, fat, as much as possible. And I realized that when I inhaled, my heart rate would increase. And when I was exhaling, my heart rate would decrease. So I tried to inhale enough, but not too much. And then just extend my exhale as long as possible. You're so practicing that's like, the breath work before, like it was, it was just meant to be. <laughs> I know. I know. So like extending your exhale helps because you're, you're more in that descent state. Mm, that's so interesting. And I, I love, I'm a very visual person. So I love that example of like a gas break and for somebody listening, realizing that you can use this tool literally in any, <laughs> any aspect of life, whether you want to have more energy or kind of you, you describe it so much better than I do more energy. You're kind of revving up or yeah. on the flip side, kind of that calming down, but it's another way to connect with your body and your nervous system and, and be more aware of this. So yeah. interesting. And you mentioned like jogging and holding your breath. We, there's a lot of, like a lot of people will use these breaths for jogging and running and exercise, but pacing it. So almost, there's almost like, Mm. So almost you're doing your inhales and exhales and sniffs can help, or even just like counting the steps, like you're going to inhale for four steps and then you're going to exhale for four, six or whatever that is, but always try to go through the nose. Why is that? So, I mean, that's like, that's the basic that's, that's it. If I leave you with nothing else and I'm a good breathing instructor, you should know how to breathe through your nose. <laughs> your one takeaway listeners. Yeah. yeah. So the nose is meant to receive the air we breathe. It's designed to, I mean, I don't know how it was designed, but it works in a way that <laughs> purifies the air, humidifies the air, slows down the breathing rate. When you breathe through the nose, you unleash from your parasinuses nitric oxide. Mm-hmm. Nitric oxide is a vasodilator, meaning it helps relax blood vessels. It helps relax the body. It also, nitric oxide has been used in studies against respiratory infection and COVID 19. And it's also the main ingredient in Viagra. So, interesting. <laughs> I yeah. Know. Side note. But, like, <laughs> so there's just like a lot of connection between breathing a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, so breathing through the nose is, is how you're going to be able to tolerate more carbon. Dioxide. There, there's whole, there's so much science we could get into. There's yeah. something called the Bohr effect. And tell, tell us what that is. Okay. Okay. It's important. <laughs> like, it's a, okay. It's fine. Important. Twist my arm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when we breathe, if you had a pulse oximeter on your finger, so one of those things that tells you how much blood or how much oxygen is your blood, it's going to tell you it's like 98% most of the time, unless you're doing a breath hold or if there's something going wrong, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't actually tell you how much oxygen is getting delivered from the blood into the body. Mm-hmm. So when you breathe in oxygen, um, it's picked up in your lungs by blood and then it carries it through the body and it's supposed to then kick it out of the blood into the body. For that process to happen, carbon dioxide has to be present. And mm-hmm. so higher level, like that, it creates that acidic environment <clears throat> to create that kind of divorce. So when we think we need more oxygen, often the signal we're getting in the brain first is increase in carbon dioxide in the blood. Cause we own, we have a certain tolerance of carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. So when we train, sure, otherwise we would, we would die. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we're not, we're not trying to go totally acidic, yeah. but there has to be that condition. And so when we increase our endurance, we're increasing our resistance or our tolerance of carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. So that's what mm-hmm. we want to train. And that's what makes, that's the key indicator that helps us, you know, get more VO2 max or more oxygen in the actual body. So yeah, breathing slower, breathing through the nose is what is one of the things that can help you from like getting rid of or off gassing too much carbon dioxide. Interesting. That kind of blows the training of the endurance. And so breath work too, this now it makes more sense. And hopefully listeners are connecting the dots too, of how it really can improve athletic performance. It's such a key, (laughs) a key function of our body in order to do whatever it's trying to do. For sure. When people are winded or people like, it's like your lungs tire out far before your body does. Mm -hmm. So it's like the lungs are kind of what you want to optimize and actually like exercise and like physiologists are people who are leading the research now of breathing exercises, which is really cool because it's integrating into that kind of like, you know, fitness field. Yeah. Beyond yoga, helping people recognize that yeah. Breathing isn't just this woo woo. It has to be yoga. It has to be candlelit. Like exactly. It's, it can be for it's literally powerful, happening now. badass, like <laughs> yes. athletes, anybody. For sure. Like Steph Curry is in timeouts, lowering his heart rate by using his diaphragm. Mm-hmm. He's like said that before. So yeah, it's very, very cool. And it's very, very simple. And so I just don't want people to be intimidated by it because you're already breathing. And there are simple ways to integrate shifts. Can you walk us through how, or walk listeners through how the app works a little bit? Like what's kind of best practices? What do you notice is how do people actually implement something like this into their routine, right? Like you said, it, it does take a little bit of discipline in order to see the benefits, just like anything in order to actually sustain it. Right. The, the key entry place is when people have something that they're dealing with, that's a challenge, whether that's mental, physical, relational, and 
you know, they realize or somehow their friend sends it to them and there's a breath that they connect with from our like library that actually helps them in that moment. And then that's, that's a kind of like the key entryway, like one breath we have is a stuffy nose breath and it's, it will go viral on TikTok often because it, one, it works. We don't exactly know how yet, but it, because it works, people are like, oh my gosh, this is wild. I'm what do you, what do you mean stuffy, it. stuffy nose breath? <laughs> so Explain it. A breath that you inhale, you exhale, and then you hold your breath and you, you hold, you pinch your nose and then you kind of just move your head around up and down side to side. And you hold it for like five to 10 seconds, maybe longer if it's cozy for you. And then you breathe you check your nose. Maybe it worked a little then you do it another time or two, but it, it's why, I mean, I can show you, I know it works because people are like in the comment sections. Yeah. It's I just love like, it. it works, it works, it works. So that's my favorite when I find something that a group of people is kind of like has an issue with and mm. I'm like, Hey, try this. And they're like, Oh my gosh. And that's like the gateway, the entryway, obviously long-term engaging a breath practice or breath, like a breath, yeah, breath practice every day is nice throughout, you know, in the morning, in the evening. Um, cause that helps to like set your resilience meter back to neutral. Like I, we were talking about earlier, a lot of people are really riding on that sympathetic overactivity state mm-hmm. and it's hard to bring it back, but a practice like a simple practice, like a balance, balance on the app is just a five second inhale, five second exhale. Uh, so that's like six breaths per minute. That's the rate you want to, you want to find that's a good, a good rate to have like always on is five to six breaths per minute, but that equal balance breath, you know, 10 minutes, five minutes, three minutes every morning, it's going to help set that, that state. And you can do it at any time. You can do it on the train. No one ever has to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Does Like you said, you don't have to light candles. That's um, such a, wait, I want to pause right there because I think that's <laughs> such a huge thing that people need to understand is that nobody has to know. This can be your, your safe space, your safe practice, your tool, right? It's different than you don't have to call anybody. <laughs> right. You can literally tap into your breath in a social situation in so many different environments, you can use it as a tool to deal with whatever. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Can you take us through a guided breath or activity or something simple? Because I love the idea of like, okay, we all have three, we all have three minutes. We all have less than that. Right. Start small, get a small win and go from there. Oh yeah. And some of these breaths, like you can 60 seconds. You're feeling it. And I'm not saying to like not do a larger practice on a daily basis. Like I have to say that, but the the gateway. Yes. Yeah. Whenever you can. Um, So yeah, on the app, we have calming section, nighttime section. We have an energizing section, um, which we're not going to do today. But if you want to like get into that kind of stimulating euphoric state, we have breaths in there, performance, and then health category is pretty cool. We've got like migraines, tricks and like headaches, nausea. We've got birthing breaths. Mm. So birthing mm-hmm. people and there's stuff we know in there. And we launched COPD today. So anyone that knows oh, anyone wow. suffering with COPD, we have a breath in there for that. 
Our um, listeners will totally connect to this too, because they're definitely the type of people who are like, I want to figure it out. I, I know the answer. I don't need to, you know, right. they like to experiment with themselves of what might work, you know, yeah. kind of alternatives. Well, this is great. I mean, breathing is a great experiment for everyone because it's going to affect people differently. This isn't like a one thing fits all, but we try to make it generally like applicable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's really like N of one experiment. Do see what works for you. See what patterns works for you. Talk about it with people, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll start with, let's do no worries. Oh, that sounds like a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a four second inhale four second hold. Yeah. Can you then, walk us through what you're seeing on the app? Right. Cause obviously nobody can right, see Right. Right. I would try to show it to the camera. <laughs> um, so you open the breath and we have information about it. So you can see the overview, why, how it was designed, any contraindications or warnings. Like mm-hmm. if this ever starts to feel weird, stop immediately mm-hmm. and don't do it while you're like in a pool or driving a car. And then recommended use. So we have these beautiful icons that our product designer made to show you what this can help with. Mm. And then my favorite part is the science section, which is just a blurb about how it was built um, and what it's designed to do. Yeah. I love that though, because anytime we know, at least this is how my brain works. If I can understand the why behind it, I'm much more likely to continue or to be motivated to do it. You got to let people know what it is before you ask them to do it. Right. Yeah. I totally get that. Um, and then we have cool visuals. We have a line, a wave visual that will lead the breath. And we also have a bubble visual. We have custom made sounds that are also meant to help induce that state. And the, the app also vibrates. So, Ooh, so for our kinda, people who cannot focus, this has yeah. tools to help you focus, stay on task. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we're going to find a comfy seat where our spine is relatively straight. We want our lungs to expand in all directions. And so if you want to remind yourself to engage that diaphragm, you can bring your hands to the base of your ribs, thumbs, thumbs on the back, and then Mm -hmm. fingers in front. And when you inhale, try it now and push your hands and thumbs out to the sides from the base. I I need practice. You you guys probably probably listen to me, but like, yeah, you want to feel a little motion there. And if there's no motion in the back body, see if you can bring a little bit more on the next inhale. And so, yeah, we're expanding completely, really bringing in air to the lungs and then letting it go. So we'll inhale for four seconds, hold for four, exhale for six, and then another hold for three. And that'll continue for one minute. Whew, okay. So we'll see how it works. Let's do it. All right. I'm going <laughs> to turn it up. You might be able to hear the, the noise. So inhale, hold the breath, and exhale for six seconds here. Hold. Inhale through the nose, expanding the ribs. Hold the breath. Exhale through the nose. Hold. Inhale. Hold the breath. Exhale. Hold. 
Inhale, one more round. Hold the breath. Exhale and uh, contract the ribs back in. Hold the breath. Now just pay attention to your own rate of breathing and any sensations or feelings that are different now than when we started one minute ago. Yeah, I noticed even just like towards the end, my breathing, maybe it was my exhales, I don't remember, was getting a little bit longer, felt a little bit easier. Easier. Yeah, that's so interesting. And this is so powerful too for a lot of our listeners who struggle with body image or just this, it's a, it's a tool to help you reconnect in your body that just feels so much, so much safer and yes, safer and accessible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it can feel like a workout too, sometimes if you're not, but it really shifts quickly. Like once you do it a few rounds, even I know it can feel like, Oh my gosh, that for, how can I inhale for four seconds? But after going at it for like a few rounds, few breaths, it'll start to open up. Yeah. And if you can notice the changes just from like that one minute, right? can we all, can we all just pause and think about how, how different in quality of life, our, our lives would be better if we could do that for a extended period, you know, on a regular basis. Yeah. That was exactly. wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for, for guiding us in that. Yeah. Could Any- you hear the audio too? A little bit. Yeah, little, it was good. Okay. It was good. I think our listeners okay. will be able to hear a little bit. And because okay. too, that just the, that allows your, right, the brain can wander. So it kind of keeps everything, your focus in one, one space. Yes, exactly. Anything, any other golden nuggets that you want to share that you just get excited about with all this and the awesome work that you're doing? Oh my gosh. So countless. I mean, this is <laughs> this is a really an honor of my life to work with breath and with people and get to talk about it. And my team is so awesome. But yeah, I mean, breathing is just one simple thing you can do that can shift. Just paying attention to how you breathe is one simple thing you can do to shift a lot in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can integrate into every moment. So that's what I want to get across and definitely breathe through the nose, slow the breath down. And that it doesn't have to be so difficult. It doesn't have to be scary and it can fit into your life. Yeah. Simple and impactful. I have a couple more questions before we let you go. Okay. Tell us, I'd love to hear from listeners, especially with your background and your personal experience with movement and all of this, you know, what is, what does fit mean to you? Oh my gosh. Great question. I mean, I think it mostly, I don't even know. I would have to look up the etymology of fitness (laughs) to really know, but I guess the way I look at health is, is the way I'm feeling, how I'm moving, um, how my relationships are going and all around. If I can sleep well at night, (laughs) that's a a good indicator. If I can kind of like come down from the day and release whatever's happening and like reconnect with people who are important and wake up and do it again. That's a beautiful definition. I love that. And last question, because at the time of this recording, it is Friday. So we just got to know what is the best thing that's happened to you this week? Oh my gosh. 
Oh, I mean the bank. I'm from Cincinnati, and the bank. Oh, you to the Super are. Bowl. Wait, yeah. I didn't know that. My sister lives in Cincinnati. I'm there all the time. No way. That was pretty. That was pretty exciting. A bummer it was outcome, so but exciting. Yeah, I'm in LA. So like, oh, you are okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is where we are. But um, yeah, I got to get with some people that I like worked with a decade ago in Cincinnati and we watched. So even though we lost, I was still like, wow, we've never gotten this a big deal. <laughs> yeah. It's a big deal. My niece, their school, they had like the day off the next oh, day, the, oh, whole, the whole week before <laughs> was like Bengals week and they had spirit day and a pep rally. They were very excited. <laughs> yes, the city changed. Yeah. I, yeah. I could feel it from here. I love that was that. pretty exciting. And where can, so if listeners want to download the app, where can they find you? TikTok sounds like an awesome place. Where do you like to hang out? Where can they learn more? Yeah. I mean, definitely find us on TikTok. Definitely download the app. The app is just this beautiful little space to breathe and learn about it. I'm really proud of what our team has designed and engineered. But yeah. And then if you ever have any questions, you can reach out to me, davietbreathwork.com. That's it. Awesome. We'll be sure to put all the links in the show notes. And thanks so much, Davey. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.